All right, don't miss our SEC Big Ten Super Tuesday doubleheader tonight. 7 Eastern, number 10 Tennessee takes on Texas A&M. The number 14 Indiana squares off against Michigan State. Another great night of hoops on ESPN and the ESPN app. And as we welcome Marcus Spears into our conversation this morning, hey, Swagoo, I thought you would enjoy seeing this. So you got an Eagles fan, right? And he got this premature tattoo that the Eagles were going to be Super Bowl champions that he was all excited about. So look what he did uh, after after they wound up losing in the Super Bowl. uh, He got the Michael Jordan crying (laughs) meme. (laughs) The meme. (laughs) On top of it. What do you think, Swagoo? I love a man that's full of honesty, G, and that meme fits what Philly fans thought was about to happen and win the Super Bowl. So, look, they honest, they mean as hell, but they're truthful. That's all this means. So hopefully he can get that Jordan uh, frown turned to a smile if they get back and get Jalen Hurts' deal done. We will see. That is hilariously funny. With that, we welcome Marcus in, and we welcome you to another hour of Get Up. We are live, as always. From the seaport, we are brought to you by Grey Goose. And if you were just joining us, a reminder, this is a monstrous day in the National Football League because the franchise tag window is now open. That means the most expensive tag sale in the world has begun. The franchise tag window open. Huge names could be involved and none, of course, bigger than Lamar Jackson. The clock now ticking on the Ravens to strike a deal with the former MVP. This window stays open for two weeks. Here are the things that could happen. They work out a long-term deal with Lamar Jackson. They apply one of the two franchise tags, either exclusive or non-exclusive, and we will explain uh, what those mean. And then I won't even bother with the third option, which is that they don't do that, and then he becomes an unrestricted free agent. And that there is literally zero chance of that happening. So we won't even mention that as a possibility. Jeff, what are you hearing from people around the NFL about what we should expect with this dynamic young superstar in a contractual situation unlike anything we've ever seen in the NFL. Well, Greeny, we should expect the Ravens to place one of those tags on Lamar Jackson as a placeholder for now so they continue to work toward that long-term extension with that guaranteed money that Lamar Jackson wants. Ultimately, though, the big question here is, as you look at this franchise tag graphic, we've got the exclusive tag and the non-exclusive. The exclusive tag allows the Ravens to just go ahead and negotiate without concern for other teams trying to poach Lamar. But it does come at a cost, a much higher cost, about $13 million more. The non-exclusive tag is interesting because, say they, it's $32 million, it's discounted rate, but another team could come in and say, we're going to make an offer on Lamar Jackson. We're going to give two first-round picks. That's what it would cost to go and poach Lamar Jackson. We'll give two first-round picks to the Ravens, and we will get Lamar Jackson on our team. The big question, of course, is which tag will the Ravens use? I know I disagree with Mike T. I tend to think it will be the exclusive tag to allow them to negotiate and potentially trade Lamar or reach that deal with the understanding it's unlikely, in my opinion, that Lamar plays on a tag. The, the, um, the term sign and trade is one that most sports fans know from basketball. It applies here. It would be tag and trade. If, if the Ravens are go- do not assume right. that when tag they tag trade. him that it means that he's not going to be traded or anything like that. That would be uh, the first step towards something like that happening. So, Marcus, I mean, there's a million different ways this could play out. This is something we have talked about so much yeah. for so long. There will be some people who will say, He should go the Kirk Cousins route, take the franchise tag, play for $45 million, then play for another 45. (laughs) If they tag him again, play for $50 million next year, and then go be the richest player in the entire sport. We all know it worked for Kirk Cousins. 
Would that make sense for Lamar Jackson, in your opinion, Marcus? Lies. All <laughs> lies. <laughs> Why no, are they lying? it will not work. Let me tell you something, G. I used to spend the summers in Alexandria, Louisiana with my family, where my mom is from. And all of my cousins was meet, would meet there in the summer. And we hated it because we had to do, we had to form with my grandfather. But the best thing about playing and being together with all your cousins is you play tag, right? But we had one cousin, my cousin TJ. You'll tag him and he'll act like he didn't get touched. He'll act, <laughs> he wouldn't be it. OK, he would not even realize that he was a part of the game. He would just he would just lie and say, I'm not it. Nobody touched me. OK, that is what Lamar Jackson need to do. He need to get some of them things that you do, 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 and be up in combo like I told y'all. Let Baltimore figure out all of the stuff that they need to figure out. Lamar Jackson shouldn't step foot on the football field until he got a long term contract done. And if the long-term contract shouldn't get done, he shouldn't play for the Baltimore Ravens this year. We went through this last year. He got he got injured this year. We saw how important he was to this team from an offensive standpoint. Everybody knows that. We say that every damn show when we're talking about Lamar Jackson. This is about Lamar Jackson withholding services now and waiting for the Baltimore Ravens to decide whether you want to trade me or you want to get a long-term deal done on my terms. That's it. That's all. And when people tag you, sometimes you ain't it. And in this case, <laughs> Lamar Jackson don't need to be it when he get tagged. I, I, I love the so metaphor. And, and it works in a lot of different ways. And then it really comes down to just how much hardball the team wants to play in that circumstance as well, Mike. Because what were you telling us earlier? All the players who say they will not play on the franchise tag. Right. This time of year, 100% of the time, they won't play on the tag. And Swagoo, the only difference is from Alexandria, Louisiana to Baltimore is $2 million a week. And I don't think there's any chance on the planet. <laughs> I already got Jeff Darlington taking him to dinner in Boca. You're more than welcome to join us. He is not going to miss a paycheck at $2 million a week. I understand what Kirk Cousins did, crazy. but he didn't miss a paycheck. It's too much money. Now, what's interesting to me is if they put the regular franchise tag on Greeny, I do think this is the year that a team would say, hey, we're going to put an offer sheet on. Presumably, it's going to have a massive amount of guaranteed, close to that $230 million. It could be a team like Atlanta who was interested in Deshaun Watson and go after Lamar. But to me, I don't think... At the end of the day, if they don't get a deal done, that Lamar will miss a game. And we, we touched on this earlier, and I want to explain for a lot of the fans that there are also political forces, I'm with you, Jeff. If, if you will, I'm with you. that come at this from both sides, Marcus, right? Because you've got, to be clear, there was one player in the National Football League, a quarterback, it's Deshaun Watson in Cleveland, because the Browns were desperate to try mm -hmm. and get him. They gave him a fully guaranteed contract. And every other team in the NFL is trying to say that's an outlier. The second any other player yeah. gets one, it definitively becomes a trend. It becomes a precedent that all the other players are going to want to follow. So you know that if you're the, the owner right now of the Baltimore Ravens is hearing it from all the fellow owners, don't do it. We do not want guaranteed contracts yeah. that changes the paradigm. And a lot of the players are probably rooting on Lamar. You keep fighting for that thing. You know, he's standing up there in front of everyone, but he's risking $200 million and some dollars in order to do it, Marcus. So those factors play into this as well. And how exactly they complicate this, I don't really know. I don't know how those things will ultimately factor in when this decision gets made. But there's no question those are major uh, factors for both sides in this negotiation. 
G, you're absolutely right. And when you think about the owners and, and talking about, they, they, it's about leverage. They want to control and have as much control now and going forward as they possibly can have. And when you do a contract, for this, don't think that they're not mad at the ownership in Cleveland for doing what they're doing. But the ownership in Cleveland got the quarterback that they wanted to get. And they got the guy that they think is going to turn their franchise around. There's a lot of money associated with winning football games and potentially winning Super Bowls and championships. It's a whole lot of money associated with that. Okay, And I hear what Mike T is saying about $2 million a week. And, and, and you would be crazy to turn that down as a normal person. But it's different when you sign a piece of paper and you might get 80 million right away. Like as soon as the ink hit the paper, you might get a check for 80 million dollars. There's a huge difference in that than waiting every other week to get two million dollars. Here's the thing, G. All right. If Lamar Jackson is asking for a guaranteed contract, and I said this a year ago, if, if that is his sticking point, I'm not with him on that. I am with him on getting what is guaranteed in upfront money, though. <laughs> like yeah. I am. Like let them say what they want to say. Let them. Let them. Let them pull the years out. Let them do all of the things that they want to do to make this sound like or look like it's a deal that you're getting paid over time. Just make sure that 230 million guaranteed comes to my checking account. Comes to my banking account. It could be 10 years. In the first three years, I get 230 million guaranteed. It could be the first two years. Whatever you want to do, however you want to structure it so it doesn't look like Deshaun Watson deal, go ahead and structure it. Just make sure I get them 230 M's <laughs> deposited into my account. Jeff Darlington, so so now what? That, that, that is what I think all the fans are waiting because you've got Atlanta, you've got Carolina, you've got the Jets, you've got the Raiders, you've got teams out there that are thinking quarterback thoughts. What should the fans be expecting? I think you picked the wrong guy if you think that Lamar Jackson is going to fold on this one. He has been a man of principle since before he even got into the league when people suggest that he shouldn't play the quarterback position. He has always put his feet in the ground. And one thing I want to point out here is that not to go too in the weeds, but Mike T talking about that non-exclusive tag at $32 million. I don't even know that Lamar Jackson would play at the exclusive tag at $45 million. He ain't stepping foot on the field for $32 million this coming season. No shot. And by the way, Deshaun Jackson, Deshaun Watson got three first round picks in that trade to go to the uh, Browns, had to give them up to the Texans. Two first-round picks isn't enough either. So, I, I look, I just think Lamar Jackson is a man of principle, and he ain't stepping on the field under that tag. Well, so what happens when both sides dig in? I mean, that, that's what we saw last year, and we wound up with a, a predictably awful finish <laughs> to the season where everyone seemed unhappy and everyone seemed confused by right. what really was going on, and the coach seemed I'll like he was stuck happens. in the middle of it. Go ahead, Jeff. A tag and trade. A tag and trade is what happens if both feet get stuck in the ground. It is not Lamar Jackson playing on the tag. The Ravens don't want that either. They don't want to push this thing out another year. They don't year. want that. Yeah. They so don't want a tag me, yes. and trade. But let me be clear, Jeff. You're telling me that another owner steps in and makes the guaranteed deal that the Ravens won't. It's one thing to trade all the picks. Say but yes, someone so is going to guarantee all of that money yes, that Jeff, so the Ravens may not. Motion. What do you think, Jeff? <laughs> I will say yes, and I will defer to my good friend. Just second uh, that motion. Other way. Okay, right. we got we got I second we got, that motion. We got an I, and we got a second. Go. Yeah, yeah. We have a counter argument I, here, I, which is the flaw with just <laughs> idea is this: if you put the exclusive tag on and you can't find a trade partner, you're now paying Lamar Jackson up to forty-five million dollars on a one-year deal. That is not something that the Mike Raiders T, you will you're going to find one. 
You're yeah. going to find one. Swaggo, you I think are you're going right. to find one, Just like Mike the Browns. I, 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 I think, <laughs> I think you Falcons. will as well. But if you don't, because so many teams, as Green just said, including the entire NFC South, I do think somebody would give up multiple first-round picks. Mike T, but we're trying to tell you, Mike T, they lying. Three first-round picks. <laughs> they lying. Would they you do lying, it? Mike T. I they would. If you were the general manager in Carolina. Or, if I was the New York Jets screenie and I had Lamar Jackson with that defense, we are very relevant and we have a puncher's chance to be in the Super Bowl right now. Marcus, final word, go. Can I? I just want to bring another element into this that we all haven't acknowledged yet. The other point is Lamar Jackson is box office. Owners think in terms of money. Yeah. Do you know what those stadiums and jersey sales and ticket sales are going to look like when yeah. you sign Lamar Jackson at quarterback? The fact yeah. that you unknowingly got him at, in that situation, Box there's office. a lot more money associated with getting him to play your quarterback than you're going to have to pay him. And you're probably going to win. office. Yeah, today, today is the, just the beginning. Again, it is it is tag day, and the Lamar Jackson, this has gone now from being a theoretical possibility that we've talked about as something in the distant future to something that is happening this minute. In the meantime, one of the teams in the middle of all of this faces an enormous quarterback dilemma. That's the Jets. Do they chase Carr right now, or do they wait on Rodgers? What should they do? The crew is ready to answer, and so am I. Plus, the G-men. Huge decisions to make. Do they go on the offensive with their offensive stars? We'll answer all your questions as we get up with you on ESPN. Shopping for Mother's Day is usually a challenge because you wait until the last minute. But Macy's Gift Finder makes it incredibly fast and easy to find the right gift just in time for Mother's Day. Whether you're shopping for your sister's first Mother's Day or your fashionista mom who loves to make a statement, Macy's Gift Finder has so many great gift ideas that you can easily pick out something special to celebrate them both. You can shop by price, anywhere from $25 and under to $100 and under. You can also sort by category like fragrance, handbags, and more, or gift lists like for the mom who has everything, pre-wrapped gifts or gifts for grandma. Find top brands like Studio Pro Model Beats headphones, Polaroid cameras, and Samsung smart TVs. So what are you waiting for? Mother's Day is May 12th. It'll be here before you know it. Macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom easy this year. Head to Macy's.com slash gift finder today. That's Macy's.com slash gift finder. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. All right, we are back on Get Up, and we are going to do a little remixed version of Swagoo Says. Normally, we listen to sound bites. In this case, we're going to listen to me making statements about the NFL. And, Marcus, we're going to find out what you say. Are you ready? You got the dance moves working. Let's go. Let's if I it. say Let's the, Cab- the Cowboys need to go out and get themselves another big-time wide receiver this offseason, that's what I say. What does Swagoo say? 
I say DeAndre Hopkins better be that big time receiver you talk about, G. G, you praying every day to get Aaron Rodgers. I'm praying every day to get DeAndre Hopkins. So we both praying, okay? And maybe we need to do it together because the good books say when two or more come together, the Lord is present. So I'm going to pray for Hop. You pray for Aaron Rodgers. And hopefully both of these situations can work out because DeAndre Hopkins in the Dallas Cowboys uniform is not only one of the best things that I've seen in a long time. They have a history of signing big time receivers and having success as T.O. I like everything about it. I like everything about the plan. I don't know if D-Hop is in a dark room also, but we'll see if we can't work a two-for-one deal. (laughs) Next, if someone said the Bears should take draft draft Bryce Young number one overall, what does Swagoo say? And by someone, you mean Mike Tannenbaum. Hell no. Did Justin Fields say he was retiring? Did he say he was leaving Chicago? No. Build around this man. I love Bryce Young. Bryce Young is a phenomenal player. I keep hearing people compare him to Steph Curry. He has some Steph Curry stuff, some Patrick Mahomes stuff. Guess what? Steph Curry ain't getting hit by 260-pound Mack trucks when he driving through the middle of the lane. That's the concern for Bryce Young. I know that Justin Fields has had some trouble in Chicago, but that's more about his situation than I think the player he is. Can we use the Daniel Jones litman test when Brian Debo showed up and put him in an office that he could survive in? We don't think Justin Fields can become a guy like that at minimum. Oh, I absolutely agree. In fact, bookmark that one, David. I want to come back to this conversation a little later in the hour. But meanwhile, you mentioned Daniel Jones. So if I said the Giants should pay Jones $45 million a year, what does Swagoo say? Sure, if it's for two years, G. Listen, man, he got he to do it one more time. All right? Like, this was, a, this was a great year by Daniel Jones. He proved a lot. He was a phenomenal player. He was one of the main reasons, obviously, that the New York Giants were able to have a tremendous amount of success. This is a solid team around him in pieces. Defensive line played well. Young guys ascending, showing up. I think you give Daniel Jones some money. You tell him we like you. We want to see you do this again. We want to see that relationship continue to grow with Brian Dayball. Two-year, $90 million. I think that'll make him happy. 45 per and let him prove it again. And then you talk about signing him long-term down the road. And when I say long-term, that's when you get into the six, seven, maybe 10-year deals once he proves it one more time. Daniel Jones should get a long-term deal, but two years speaking of long-term and $90 million. And, G, guess what? $90 million over two years is long-term for the rest of your life. So Daniel Jones would be fine. That's right. That's right. I've got Jeff Darlington. And, Mike T., let me just ask you quickly because – Everyone has the same impression here on Daniel Jones. Yes, we want, we want to see it again, so give him a shorter deal. Don't give him the, the kind of money that a big-time quarterback might otherwise get. But isn't he a player because of the dearth of options for these teams out there that need them? If he ever found his way to free agency, someone's going to give him an enormous amount of money and for much longer than two years, I would mm-hmm. expect. So do you expect him to take the offer that Marcus just put on the table? Probably not, because he, for all the reasons you just said, he would and probably go right across the street at MetLife, and the Jets would pay him a lot more. That's why I think this one's heading to a franchise tag. If I'm the Giants, I am in a wait-and-see mode. I am encouraged. I'm probably offering maybe even a little bit less than what Swagoo was saying, but if I'm Daniel Jones, I clearly know that because of the supply and demand, there could be a big deal out there for me. And when you switch agents this time of year, it's typically you don't like the message your agent's telling you. So he obviously isn't happy with the way things are going. 
but my, my sense of it is this is heading for a franchise tag because the Giants are saying we need more information. Well, let me go get, get inf our information man is Jeff Darlington. Well, let me just get, let's get the latest that we can get here, Swagoo, and then I'm coming right back. Jeff, what do we know uh, about the way the Giants are approaching this? What, if anything, do we know about Daniel Jones changing agents at, at this stage of the process, which certainly doesn't feel like a coincidence? What can you tell us? Yeah, let's start with the, the, the non-agent news. I spoke with my Giants sources. They tell me that they don't expect to use the tag on either guy this week. They want to reach long-term deals with both guys. They don't want to apply the tag to either. That could be some wishful thinking, but they have until March 7th, which is the deadline to apply that tag to figure it out with both guys. Now let's talk about the agent component of it. My Giants source did tell me that the switch with agents definitely does make things go back to square one with that negotiation. I didn't sense that they're shaken by it. I don't sense that it means that this is not going to get done as a result, but it does start things at square one. Saquon Barkley, by the way, there is still a gap, I'm told, when it comes to his negotiation. So a long way to go between now and March 7th, but ultimately some very important weeks for two of the most important players on the Giants. Take it, Swagoo. Yeah, I just wanted to ask Mike T, like, he our resident GM. I like when you call him that, uh, G. Um, Mike T, what would you do with Daniel Jones? Like, what would, what would your level of nervousness or what would you do? How would you approach this? Yes, yeah, so I would stretch to get a two- to three-year deal done for a couple reasons. One, I think he's going to continue to get better. The options aren't great. And in my back pocket, I know that as I'm getting a deal done, even if it's past my comfort zone a little bit more than what you just said, Swagoo, I can now tag Saquon Barkley. So in some ways, it's almost like two for the price of one when you're even stretching a little bit more than you – Yeah, you're stretching outside your comfort zone a little bit on Daniel Jones given it's been one-year production, but this way I could keep both players. All right, an another quarterback situation, and that one has the running back alongside it. Fascinating to watch. In the meantime, Swagoo, no one loves this stuff more than you do. I need to get your impression. We have much more football to go, but Meg, let's put up the eye candy up there because I was not here yesterday to bask in the glow of Mac McClung, who many people believe saved the dunk contest with his performance <laughs> over the weekend. Let's watch some of the dunks. What did you think of Mac McClung over the weekend, Swagoo. First of all, G white men can jump. Let's just get that <laughs> out of the way before I start going through these highlights. The second thing is, this was phenomenal, right? This was entertainment at its finest when you talk about dunk contest. Remember, I got a son that's 13 years old that's about to be on what you call a made hoop circuit and play EYBL basketball. This is all these kids want to see. They want to see these YouTube sensations. I love the fact that Max McClung was able to take that to prime time national television and deliver with some of the nastiest dunks that we've seen in a minute. And you know what was different about it? He wanted to be there. This was the highlight of his career. He had worked in this moment on YouTube and all of those other places to get there. Now, gee, I gotta be a little bit of a Debbie Downer. Would I have loved to see this be John Morant? Would I love to see this be Zion Williamson? Would I love for this to kind of be created by the guys that are playing in the league? Yes, but shout out to Max McClung. I don't want to take anything away from him. I just need some of these NBA high flyers to invest back into the dunk contest, man. Give them $2 million to win it. They got I it. Co-signed co every part of that. Yeah. It was a great weekend. All right, I'll get back to football in a minute. Coming up. Are the Jets better off with Derek Carr instead of Aaron Rodgers? 
As crazy as that sounds, there's at least one argument to be made to go that way. We will go there in a moment, but first, we got a little trivia here. This one is for Swagoo. Here we go. With the franchise tag window opening today, who was the first quarterback to play a full season under the franchise tag? That's the question. The answer is next. You're watching Get Up on ESPN. Delicious, meat nutritious, and the snack that packs a real protein punch. Wonderful pistachios, one of the highest protein nuts out there. Each one-ounce serving has 6 grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. Wonderful pistachios also come in a variety of flavors and sizes, perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. And you're on the go a lot, taking the kids to school, hopping from meeting to meeting, shopping for groceries. Well, the good news is, not only are wonderful pistachios a complete protein, providing all all nine essential amino acids, they're also great for all your adventures. So whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut, or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. Dell Tech Fest starts now. To thank you for 40 unforgettable years, Dell Technologies is celebrating with anniversary savings on their most popular tech. For a limited time only, save on select next-gen PCs like the XPS 13 Plus, or you can make the everyday easier with Windows 11. Unleash more possibilities with cutting-edge systems, their most advanced features, and great prices. Plus, curate your dream setup with deals on select monitors, mice, and more must-have electronics and accessories. When you shop online at dell.com deals, you'll have access to state-of-the-art technology to match your forward-thinking spirit and free shipping on everything. Anniversary savings await you for a limited time only at dell.com slash deals that's dell.com slash deals all right swagoo here we go um hembo's not with us this week so we have sneaky josh who is the first quarterback who played a full season on the franchise tag who do you think first quarterback i know it was tumultuous at the end was it brett fall it wasn't far. This is one that you either know or you don't. It was Drew Brees who played oh his God, final man. season with the Chargers in 2005, which was your rookie year in the what NFL. The only quarterbacks ever to play on this franchise tag are Dak Prescott, Kirk Cousins for two years, and Brees. That's it. Those are the only well, quarterbacks that was dumb ever to play. That was dumb. On the, yeah, now that I think no, about the, it. It's a tough question. It's a brutally tough question, uh, but it is significant because could Lamar Jackson become the next? Okay, we'll talk about it because today is the beginning of the franchise tag period, and it's fascinating to watch because the quarterback carousel is spinning like crazy. Lamar Jackson, we've talked about him all morning long. He's an unrestricted free agent. Franchise tag deadline is March 7th. The exclusive tag would give the Ravens full rights to negotiate. Non-exclusive would not. The tag certainly feels headed there in this situation. Derek Carr, meanwhile, this is not about franchise tags. He's no longer a Raider. We know he visited with the Jets this weekend. The owner of the Jets, Woody Johnson, has said bringing back a veteran quarterback is significant this year. And what does that mean for Aaron Rodgers? The whole world waiting on Rodgers. Stephen A. on first take yesterday had these thoughts. You're telling me a franchise like the New York Jets, who have been the walking embodiment of futility, of purgatory, of atrocity, finally finds themselves relevant 
And we're supposed to sit back and say, nah, just play the safe route. You got to give up assets to get Aaron Rodgers. You don't have to give up assets to get this dude who's never won a playoff game. Okay, so, so look, what he's saying is right, but I think it also holds true for any team. There's no team out there that wouldn't rather have Aaron Rodgers than Derek Carr. I wouldn't think. I guess I shouldn't presume that. But that seems... Like an easy decision to make, Marcus. To me, however, this is less about what assets you have to give back to Green Bay as opposed to signing Derek Carr as a free agent. It's more about Aaron Rodgers being probably the least predictable personality that the National Football League has, maybe ever. And the idea, Swagoo, that you're going to put all your eggs in that basket and let Derek Carr get away, let Jimmy Garoppolo get away, let whoever the other options are get away, feels like a very dangerous game to play. How would you play it, Swagoo? Gee, you know what this feels like? <laughs> we always see these relationships come on TV, all right? And the lady is mad because the man will not commit, okay? Well, Aaron Rodgers ain't gave Green Bay a ring in 13 years. I don't know <laughs> if the Jets want to play with that, okay? The Jets, I understand it. His talent, if he can return to the form that he was two years ago. Gee, and I know me and you praying for two different guys to come to our franchise and the organizations. Yeah. That is the only fly in the ointment. This is a no-brainer. Hell yeah, you wait on Aaron Rodgers. If Aaron Rodgers is going to be the Aaron Rodgers that we've seen for the majority of his years in the NFL, playing at a very high level, elite level, coupled with all of this talent that the New York Jets have, yes, you wait. But are you waiting in vain? Are you going to get the ring? Is he going to commit to you fully? Is he going to be there in the offseason to make sure that these young guys, they build the rapport and become the team that they need to be? Or is Derek Carr going to come in? And Derek Carr is going to be there. He's going to be involved. He's going to lead. He's a guy that's played at high levels at times in his mm -hmm. career. And as we saw with Mike White, we thought the New York Jets were going to go to the, to the playoffs with Mike White last year. We, they were wearing Mike White shirts in New <laughs> York. They were yeah. trying to wheel Mike White to being a quarterback that we had never seen him be before after a great one-week performance. Derek Carr is an upgrade over everything in that building, and he's a more sure of an upgrade. And I'll tell you this, even though Derek Carr might not get you the ring, I mean, might not get you to the Super Bowl, he's definitely gonna he gonna get engaged. He gonna at least make you think that mm -hmm. y'all gonna get married. He gonna buy you a nice <laughs> ring and put it on your finger. You don't know if Aaron Rodgers is gonna be fully committed. That's the only, only element to this whole New York Jets thing. Yes, Aaron Rodgers should be the priority, but we don't know if Aaron Rodgers wants to be the priority. And even if he wants to commit to what the priority is to, be the new, to, to make the New York Jets what they need to be. All right, so let's talk about what we do and do not know. Jeff, I'm reading a story from ESPN.com here. Derek Carr's brother, David Carr, who once upon a time was the first pick mm -hmm. in the draft, said that Derek's free agency is going to be, quote, a long process. He said that uh, Derek is going to do his due diligence. And when talking about the trip to New York, he said on NFL Network, quote, he had a great trip, but it's honestly going to be a long process. He really only has the Saints, Raiders, and Jets to compare right now. He wants to do his due diligence and see as many places as he can get a feel for what the best place for him will be. Why are you laughing when I say that? He didn't get what he wanted. <laughs> he didn't get the offer he wanted. That's all that David Carr just said. 
When you, when you want to take a process, that means you're hoping more teams will step up and offer more money. All right, so Jeff Darlington, what, my insider, what, you tell me. What, what do we know about the car of it all? That's what's interesting about the timing of all of this, though. First of all, the visit, I'm told, did go very well. But when you think about it, Derek Carr needs to be just as careful as the Green Bay Packers because if he takes too much time, if he says, say goes to Carolina Panthers, visits them, and wanders around until Aaron Rodgers does get it in order with the Packers and does potentially get a trade out of Green Bay, suddenly Derek Carr starts to see his options fall off the table. Now, on the other side of it, the Jets have to sit there and say, how long do we want to let Derek Carr linger out there before we make him the legitimate offer? How long can we wait on Aaron Rodgers? This is a fascinating game of chicken, probably the best game of chicken I can mm -hmm. remember in a very long time in the NFL. Mm -hmm. I think this one, for the next several weeks, is going to be the most intriguing story in the league. Hey, Marcus, can, can I offer you, can, can, could I interest you and Jimmy Garoppolo? Like, like I, I guess I'm, I'm asking you, if, if that became no, an cannot. option, I cannot interest you no. and Jimmy Garoppolo relative to Derek Carr. No, no. You, you can interest me in the Derek Carr, okay? That's what you can do, G. We are, Jimmy Garoppolo is respectfully, okay? Jimmy Garoppolo has played well. We've seen him play great in moments. I don't discredit Jimmy Garoppolo and what he's had the ability to do. I love him as a teammate. The one thing we never talk about with Jimmy Garoppolo, which is reality now, Jimmy Garoppolo is injury prone, brother. He's always hurt. That's yeah. what it is. Like, we keep talking about him <laughs> being a part of a franchise and having success. Jimmy Garoppolo has been hurt, I think, the last three years that we've seen him play football. Even though it hadn't been anything major, he's come back and come and go. He's been an injury-prone quarterback over the last few years in the NFL. That is something that would concern me. So, no, I would eliminate him. It would be about Aaron Rodgers and Derek Carr if I'm the New York Jets. All right, Tannebaum, yeah. what are you doing? Now, I'm making you the Jets general manager, Joe Douglas. You were once the general manager of the Jets. Yeah, you I made a trade at, at once upon a time for Brett Favre. The circumstances, as you pointed out earlier, if you're the Jets GM, what are you doing right now? Yeah, I'm considering all my other options, like Lamar Jackson, like maybe Ryan Tannehill, because I'm not going to overspend yeah. for Derek Carr. I think he's a solid B, maybe B minus. He didn't play good mm -hmm. last year. I'm going to monitor Aaron Rodgers. My biggest concern with Aaron Rodgers is not this year, Greeny, but if we're going to give up the 13th pick, I want to know that he's there for next year because if not, you and I are going to have the same conversation a year from now. No pick, no player. So I'm going to keep all my options open. Maybe we have to draft a guy. Maybe there's a trade down the road, but I'm going to consider Jimmy G. I'm going to consider Lamar in two ones. I'm going to monitor Ryan Tannehill. As a GM, Greeny, you got to be ahead of the game. you got to be thinking of alternatives all the time. None of them are ideal, but as Swagoo said, you can improve on Mike White because the floor is so low. I'm trying to do the math. Uh, yeah. uh, Jeff Darlington, so it's one, two, three. It's three weeks until uh, the league year ends and, and free agency can begin. Like, do, yeah, do, we, right. do, we, can we, do we know for certain, hold on, Swagoo, do we know for certain that Rodgers' situation in Green Bay will be resolved by then? I mean, to whatever degree you can ever know anything for certain with him, do we know that they'll, the league will know and the Packers will know and the other teams will know what Rodgers' plan is by the time they can actually start dealing in other players? We don't, but we know the Packers want to get there by then. They would like some resolution. And, and, and to your point, they've, they've not put a specific timeline on it, but they got to move too. You know what I mean? The musical chairs. Everybody's yeah, walking around yeah. those chairs right now, waiting for that music to stop. And until, if they don't get Aaron Rodgers in line to pick one of those chairs, 
they could be left out in the cold too. So time is of the essence. But, but Green, there's a big difference between Green Bay and the Jets. It's Jordan Love. Jordan Love is an ascending young player yeah. that actually looks a lot better than he was. No, I get it. They have their quarterback situation. I mean, everyone that I talk to says that they want to rip the Band-Aid off and start moving in that direction. The Jets are the team that could be left Dude. holding the bag. Marcus, final word, go. Do the, do the Jets have the capital to try to trade up in this draft? Like, what, what about them uh, resetting ooh, to the top? The, the, I can't do it again. I can't do Marcus. it again. Marcus, I'm starting to shake okay. at the okay. very notion right. of, of, of drafting okay, another Sorry. quarterback, Sorry. okay? I mean, Sorry. we, we okay. drafted okay. Sam Darnold and, 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 and Zach Wilson <laughs> in the, with the third and second picks in the last two years, and we find ourselves here. Please don't ever say that again. Well, my T got Justin Fields being traded. Go get him. I would do that in the blink of an eye. If you gave me that as an option, that one I would do in the blink of an eye. I just can't believe it's actually going to be an option. In the meantime, I got a bunch of other news I got to get to here from the NBA. Uh, Let's run the floor. News from Woj. Doctors have diagnosed a Bucks star Giannis Antetokounmpo with a sprained ligament in his right wrist. He'll be able to return to the lineup once the pain subsides. He got hurt last Thursday against the Bulls. It's just not clear when he's going to get back, and that could be significant. With everybody healthy, that might be the best team in the NBA. Meanwhile, Russell Westbrook is planning to stay in L.A. and sign with the Clippers. He was traded 12 days ago by the Lakers to Utah. The Jazz waived him yesterday. They're finalizing a contract buyout agreement. This will be the sixth team to which he has technically been associated since he signed his last contract. Meanwhile, his former teammate in L.A., Patrick Beverly, is finalizing a deal with his hometown team, the Chicago Bulls. The Lakers traded Beverly to Orlando before the deadline. Beverly then reached a buyout agreement with the Magic, so he looks like he's headed to the Bulls. Meanwhile, our SEC Big Ten Super Tuesday doubleheader is headed your way tonight. We got Tennessee, Texas A&M. Then we got Indiana taking on Michigan State. Another great night of basketball on ESPN and on the ESPN app. Coming up, is Bryce Young too small? How concerned should teams be about his size? Should the Bears take him number one and trade away Justin Fields? You're not going to want to miss the answers to those questions. Hey, Chicago, pay attention. Next, get up on ESPN. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. All right, as we continue here, uh, we remind you, you can help people in areas affected by the earthquake, uh, including Turkey and Syria, by please visiting the redcross.org slash ESPN. Let me repeat that, redcross.org slash ESPN to help the Red Cross respond. 
All right, as we continue, let's do some off-season bold predictions. Mike T., I'm coming to you. What bold move are you predicting? That the Denver Broncos will have the number one defense on the planet led by our own Rex Ryan. No. He's going to move on from being your esteemed teammate, Greeny, and he's going to go back to doing what he was born to do. And there is no smarter defensive mind on the planet than Rex Ryan. All right, Rex, we'll, we'll see if that's what winds up happening. Fascinating. Jeff is shaking his head. Uh, Jeff, let me come to you for a bold prediction. What, what is, what's your bold prediction? How about this one? Derrick Henry getting traded to the Buffalo Bills. Oh, uh, look, Henry ooh. is coming up on the last year of his contract. And I know Mike Vrabel comes from the New hey. York Patriots. He remembers you, you want to trade a guy before it's too late. So maybe they get something. Trade away Derrick Henry to the Buffalo Bills. Just speculating here, but man, that'd be a fun one. That would be he and Josh Allen running the ball side by side would be scary. Marcus, give me a bold prediction. Let's stay in the vein. The Bears go out and try to trade or either figure out how they can get Saquon Barkley to couple with Justin Fields. We saw the work that they did this this year with the Giants and Daniel Jones and that athleticism. Could you imagine an RPO system with Justin Fields and Saquon Barkley in the backfield? And remember, Saquon played in the cold weather in college, so we know he can do it in that type of weather. Oh, absolutely. He's done it with the Giants. He did it at Penn State. That's a fascinating one to me. And again, the Giants will have the first move to make here. Maybe they wind up franchise tagging Saquon. If they don't, maybe because they have to use that tag on their quarterback, then Saquon Barkley becomes a free agent and the Bears wouldn't even have to trade for him, Marcus. So I like the way you're thinking. Look, this has become a fascinating conversation in Chicago. Let me ask you this, because the Bears have the first pick in the draft. Mike T., you were the first one, to your credit, that I heard bring up the notion that they would take Bryce Young and turn the page from Justin Fields. You said that immediately when they locked up that first pick, and more people than I would have expected seem to be in line with that way of thinking. Marcus, let me ask you this, because ultimately it comes down to this. We have seen huge jumps taken by two quarterbacks with particular skill sets in recent years. Josh Allen was one. Jalen Hurts was another. The biggest fear you have if you're the Bears and you move on from Justin Fields is he becomes the next guy to do exactly that. As you look at him, do you see that in him? Yes. (laughs) Yes. No doubt about it. Your litmus test is in New York, G. You remember the conversations we had the first three years of Daniel Jones's career? Mm-hmm. And we talked about all of the things that were abysmal and went wrong. It was, it was very coincidental that it was the offensive line. It was the lack of weapons. It was things that Daniel Jones didn't have. And then in comes Brian Daybol. Coincidentally, Daybol kind of re, re, reasserged uh, Josh Allen as well in Buffalo. Look, man, systems in this league matters. Where guys are matters. The situations that they're in matters. And I think Justin Fields' talent this year, his athletic ability, the talent to throw the football, the ability to galvanize, and you saw like the bright spots of what this kid can actually be. I think that's enough for you to say, hey, man, we got something here if we put him in the right situation. I don't know this 100%, but I would say I would venture to say that if you had Justin Fields in Philly, and I don't want to take anything away from what Jalen Hurts did, from an athletic standpoint at the quarterback position, it might have been more prolific of a run game. 
It might have been more devastating for you to try to stop that football team. And I know you can't recreate that anywhere. And I don't know if Justin Fields has the same type of vigor to get better that Jalen Hurts has. And before this fly off the handle, no, Jalen Hurts has proven that he's a top 10 quarterback in this league. Mm -hmm. That's not what I'm saying. But situations do matter. And we saw one change with Justin Fields. We saw an investment in his skill set and an investment in him personally to get better as a quarterback. Justin Fields in the right situation can be an absolute star in this league. Yes, I said it. He just got to be put in that situation. I think that's been the issue in Chicago. I don't think you move on from. I think you build around him and you see what you have. And if you think Bryce Young is going to be Patrick Mahomes, because everybody likes to bring Patrick Mahomes' damn name up every single offseason, or he going to be this or he going to be that, I say full stop with the nonsense. Let's find out. What we know is Justin Fields can be dominant in a run game and have the ability to push the ball downfield. So, I go, can we negotiate here? Maybe not full stop, but how about proceed with caution? Because I think Bryce Young's going to be that good. I think he has his passing, his downfield accuracy is that good. His arm talent is that good. So He's small. I mean, he is small. Jesus. But I think you could build a great offense around him. Russell Wilson, Drew Brees. I think this is not against Justin can Fields. Can you not do it much, with Justin It's Fields? the greatness of Bryce Young. You the the bottom line of it, and I want to get Jeff a word in here, but the bottom line is when I hear people talking about Bryce Young, I hear the comparisons to Patrick Mahomes and Steph Curry. These are two guys who are one of one. Each that. of them are one of one. That, man. The idea that there's going to be another seems unlikely. Jeff, what are they thinking in Chicago? What do we know? Quickly. I, just, I, can't, I, can't, I can't believe that I'm being the, uh, the, the thinking like a GM and Tannenbaum <laughs> thinking like the sports reporter right now. You're putting your job on the line if you trade Justin Fields. You keep Justin Fields. You're keeping your job. Like, you probably are keeping your job. If you trade him away and take Bryce Young and Fields becomes a star and Bryce doesn't, you're fired. You are done. Gonzo, looking for a new line of work. So I, I, just, I think it's a very gutsy decision. I'm not saying that the Bears won't at least try to do the math and consider things as they move forward. they got to figure out how much they can get yeah. for that number one overall pick. But ultimately, man, gosh, that would be the gutsiest move. That would be but such a bold, bold move. But that's the object of the exercise. We We're chasing greatness in championships. And Patrick Mahomes, they trade up for him. Josh Allen, they trade up for him. If you're Chicago, all you have to do is it's turn the 10. card. 10. Swagoo, I got 30 it's seconds. Okay. I'm going to give Patrick it to Mahomes you here. And, and, and in case anyone is wondering who's watching who doesn't already know this, one of the factors in this is the rookie contract, right? You want to get a quarterback on a rookie contract if you can, which Justin Fields has used up two years of that yeah. for whatever that's worth. Marcus, final 30 seconds. Go. Gee, let's just use some litmus tests, right? Let's use Jalen Hurts and getting in the system and playing well under Nick Sirianni. Let's use the fact that Trevor Lawrence got Doug Peterson this year and turned mm -hmm. into what we thought that he would be. Mm -hmm. Let's yeah. use Daniel Jones in New York this year. Let's use Josh Allen when Brian Daybowl was in Buffalo. You see the difference that that made this year? Yeah. Brian Daybowl leaving and Jared Ken Dorsey becoming the quarterback and him throwing. Let's use Jared Goff. Like, come on, man. Like, stop giving – listen – if Justin Fields was absolutely horrible, this would be a different conversation. Let's acknowledge yeah. that he's been in a bad situation and probably can be a really good quarterback in this league that you can win with. Marcus, off the first take, you are the best. Thank you, as always. Uh, he's coming up in just a few minutes with Stephen A. and company. Meanwhile, we got college basketball tomorrow night in Gainesville, 7 Eastern, Florida, Kentucky, then North Carolina taking on Notre Dame in South Bend. The college basketball action continues here. 
And the fun continues this morning with First Take. Do you blame the Ravens for not giving Lamar Jackson a fully guaranteed contract? Plus, what would it mean for LeBron if he misses the playoffs this year? First Take, Molly, Stephen A., J.J. Redick, Swagoo 2, top of the hour here on ESPN. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Pardon the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. XFL action Thursday night begins week two. Battle Hawks and Sea Dragons. Then Saturday, we got the D.C. Defenders against the Vegas Vipers. Both those games are on FX. Sunday, the Brahmas and Guardians on ESPN 4 Eastern. Renegades and Roughnecks on ESPN 2 7 Eastern. And don't forget, all four games are also available on ESPN+. And with that, the offices of Greenberg and Tannenbaum are closed for the day. We'll see you back in Better Than Ever tomorrow. First Take starts now.